and welcome back to the Whitmer Quake podcast uh, presents the Underachievers podcast, a uh, crossover event, uh, the biggest of which we've ever seen, bigger than bigger than Infinity War and Endgame combined, which is significantly shorter, mind you. I am your host, of course, Mike Whitmer, and across from me, in his own room with Flyers memorabilia is Jeff Quake here. Jeff Quake, and there's no, no, he's not here. And oh, there's no, Brian he's not today. Here. Uh, apparently, he's got better things to do today, and he's apparently out of town, so he cannot join us again. Once again, Whitmer, Whitmer, I know what he's doing. It's all good. He's doing what he what we do best. He's underachieving. Ah, drink up. Ooh, sorry. I couldn't help myself. I had to. Mm-hmm. But welcome booed. to the underachievers. Yes. <laughs> Clearly, welcome to the underachievers podcast. Hence the bad joke. Hence why Brian's not here mm-hmm. for the second week in a row. By the way, the fact that I am here again for the second week in a row, and I only missed one week. He missed two. Ooh, that's pretty bad. Secondly, too, we missed the second week. We just didn't have the podcast that week, but... See? See? So, technically, we all missed it besides me. So, that one wasn't just me. Right, 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 right. Usually, it's because you're out of town, but you're actually in town, so... For once. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure people, Arnie are probably, people are probably getting sick of us anyways. We've done, like, a hundred of these lately. <laughs> No, it's great. We're usually twice a week. We're trying to have fun here. We're trying to keep ourselves busy, trying to keep ourselves entertained. You're welcome. Yes. Also, thank you. This is actually a thank you from me because I was looking over some of the our like stats over the past couple of days. But thank you for the people who are having a little uptick on our YouTube channels. Uh, Thanks for that. Um, That's actually huge. Uh, Makes us know that you're really interested in what you're watching. of course, if you do like those videos, like them, subscribe to the pages, the Whitmer Quake yeah. podcast page, and the Mike, Mitch, Mike and Mitch podcast page, which will eventually become the Whitmer Quake podcast yeah. page and the Underachievers podcast page. I'm off the next couple of days, so beware for those all those changes to happen. There you go. Uh, the longest one that's probably going to take is the podcast pages themselves from where you're listening to these to actually be separated. Um, yes. And I did this a couple of weeks ago, um, and I hope it comes back. Um, but I put in a uh, thing to get on Pandora. Okay, uh, there you go. And it took like four weeks or so for it to go, for the processing. Um, and it's been wow. about four weeks. So hopefully around, uh, in the next couple of days, week or so, um, we'll be on uh, Pandora as well. Uh, just to, you know, spread out our wings a little bit more on this podcasting thing. Uh, yeah, but not again, only that. But, but again, thanks also, again for yeah. the, anyone, for those people uh, listening yeah. to those. Absolutely. Uh, we try we'll to really do as, as many of our interesting topics as we can. As the, the name of this podcast really says is we're underachievers. So we're trying to get the best moments of our underachieving. Uh, and if you are familiar or if this is the first time listening to our podcast, we tend to ramble a lot. Many of these podcasts yeah. are as random as they can possibly be because, believe it or not, this is our first kind of go around about actually doing podcasts and everything. I know it's hard to believe you. We've, we're so professional with these things. Uh, just look at our worst for worst moments. It just, yeah. All you need to there know. Well said. 
but also one thing I definitely wanted to bring up, um, you know, for for those of you who are watching in or you know watching the videos and everything, and you know listening on Spotify and and wherever, you know, now again, do we appreciate? It, but if, if you guys, uh, you know, have any comments or, or questions, you know, if you guys want to yeah. ask us or something, please feel free to drop uh, any comments or or uh, I'm sure we can, um, you know, set up an email if you guys have any questions for we do uh, you guys to reach us out. Ad and everything. WMQ podcast at gmail.com. There you uh, Mike go. And Mitch pod at gmail.com. So either, either one of those emails, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. If you have any questions mm -hmm. and you know, we can bring them up on air and uh, when we're recording live mm -hmm. and uh, we just let's us know, uh, and, to it, answer them. Yeah. If it's just a critique, it isn't taken too much to heart. It's just us learning as you guys are of us trying to advance this podcast more. And for our hockey set, hockey podcast too, we've gotten a couple of comments, but hey, if you don't like what we say or anything like that, feel free to give your opinions on there as well. Yeah. We, we we're going to start, we're going to, we are, because lately uh, we haven't had a lot of hockey content on YouTube. So we're going to try to get back into that. Uh, we've got a couple of videos there. So again, that feel free to have your own opinions out there. <clears throat> Not only that, uh, but you're entitled to it. So yep. obviously hockey sense, especially playoffs, everyone's entitled to their own kind of opinion there and their own fan bases. So uh, it just makes us know uh, yeah. you're listening and enjoying what you're listening. So not only that, but that. we're going to try to uh, get some, uh, you know, so hopefully some uh, well-known hockey names mm -hmm. out there uh, for some interviews yeah, coming up in interviews, next, sure. next several months uh, coming up on our hockey podcast. So we'll keep an eye out for that. But I think it's time for a Whitmer update. Yes, as we quickly try actually transition over to the podcast. And as I joked at the beginning, it is a crossover event since there is no BAPS here. There's going to be a little hockey talk as well in this round of the podcast. Obviously, we talk sports, but it's yeah. going to be hockey this time. Um, we actually haven't really talked on the sports this much on the podcast uh, the past couple, actually. No. So be good to go also back to that haven't. for a little bit. So talk about our hockey the Flyers played earlier today. That's mostly what we're going to talk about. Yep. Um, but for my updates, I've not too, too much has been going on. Um, uh, I've been working here and there doing podcasting stuff. Uh, one thing that did happen that I texted you about um, was I think either Friday or Saturday, I got back from work and my family had already started drinking margaritas. Nice. Um, and I know a couple of podcasts ago, you, you, we were talking about, uh, those like bad moments with pitchers and everything. And you said you oh, had yeah. like the margarita one. Um, and I, and then I was saying like, I wasn't a big fan of, uh, margaritas. I still yeah. stand by that. I'm still not the biggest fan of, uh, margaritas. I'll tolerate yeah. them, but it's not okay. going to be my go-to ever. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, well, not yeah. I'm not a tequila guy. So it's, no, the, trust me, I'm not either, not, but I, yeah. For whatever reason, margaritas taste del absolutely delicious to me, and you know I, I hate tequila. I cannot mm -hmm. stand it. I'm, but for me, I'm more margarita. I'm more perfectly fine. I'm more if it's a frozen. I'm more pina colada, pina colada. daiquiri oh. kind of thing. That's all right. Me. All right. That's that's where I I, I know you're there good. You go. You're into the rum as well, but that's my yeah. kind of go to as well. Um, but when I got home, my mom was on the verge of tipsy and drunk. And Mitch was very clearly tipsy. Um, they had already, and I was told to, that I should, this should have been my giveaway because at work, uh, my mom texted me saying, can you get a bag of ice? 
which meant they went through all of our ice already through making the margaritas. Um, which I mean, it's not I, that big of a deal because my dad was making like a pitcher work, like in a blender, and doing yeah. it that way. Um, but they must have had at least two or three drinks by the time I got home. Uh, nice. They had another one when I got home, and that's what I talked about last time. We had another Domino's night, uh, Domino's nice. Mexican train night uh, after right. on Saturday. Um, starting it out, uh, sending off back on our deck, and then it started running a bit, so we brought it inside. So that was a good night. Uh, I go. worked most of the weekends, so unfortunately weekends nowadays, because I've seemed to be working more on weekends, not much yeah. going on there. But yesterday, um, we actually got a new Uh-oh. game because – Again, if you're new to the podcast and if you haven't already taken already from the video we put out yes last time or last podcast, we literally talked about four games and card games. Uh, I've been living a uh, old nursery home here for the past uh, what feels like a hundred months, but it's uh, only been since maybe I don't I don't even remember when you did the whole shutdown, quarantine, stay at home kind of thing. Uh, late March, early April, somewhere around there. That's where we've been at. And you're brutal. <laughs> you're so brutal. That's awesome, though. If we've been playing the same like three games, and at the it's beginning, so funny though. At the beginning, it was uh, we were sprinkling in dominoes here and there, but it's not. We've played a lot more recently not than we were at the beginning. Right. Uh, at the beginning, it was mostly Clue, and then we got uh, a couple like a month or so in we got trade pursuit we played that a couple times but okay. we've really just played like three so, games it's so funny um, though because literally every time you, you're telling us oh guys you know we're playing a new game it's like you guys are playing it's not like a newer game from like the last like within the last like five ten years it's like a new game you're playing oh yeah but it's a, it's like a very old game trivial pursuit you know clues older um monopoly Mexican pl- train. We, we can't do Me- we can't do Monopoly. We what? have Monop- we have Monopoly. It's just one of those games we're just not a big fan of. It's I little- mean, I get it. It, it. it takes a very long time. Yeah, it just takes a lot of effort that we don't have. That's yeah. our problem with it. And one realistically, guys, the only reason yeah. why we only play it like three games is because we don't really have any other games. Right. Uh, we played say, po- we've played poker here and there, but that's, that's about it. One. We have like a whole uh, poker set. We have like chips and everything. That- Oh, now now are you talking? But one game you guys would love, especially when you're drinking. Uh, I feel like you've played this before. Our buddy Tommy's house, Dice Capades. Dice Capades, maybe. Is that like um, Yahtzee a bit kind of thing, or is it more? Not really. So the best way to describe Dice Capades, there's three sections. Three sections uh, on the board. There's a blue section, a yellow, and red. Blue is kind of like. Um, I forget like the exact terms, but but it, it, it's like action land is like yellow, trivia is red, and blue is kind of some some things that you do something. You know, mm-hmm. It's kind of like an action thing, but basically, uh, you know, there's like you have to draw something in thirty seconds. The person has to guess it. There's uh, okay. also yeah, yeah, I got you. Now. Yeah, yeah, there's also well, there's also some sort of all sort of like funky looking dice, so like different kinds. So there's like these ten little tiny mini ivory dice that like. You have to stack like ten of those up top on top of each other. You have to, um, you know, uh, you know. There's trivia. I don't know why. I don't want to interrupt you, but in my head, when they said they you had funky dice, I just had a picture in my mind of a dice like a funk, like folky kind of singer. <laughs> a dice. 
he had a guitar, he had a hat on. So far, it is only Tuesday. It is only Tuesday. (laughs) It's only Tuesday, August 18th. The week began yesterday. I vote that as the worst of the worst moment of the week. You're here. Yes. And also, we're going to try to keep tally of how many times we actually make references so we actually know for when we actually make our game of uh, our drinking game for people, our drinking board game. We should keep a tally on that. Anyway, so, excuse me. Uh, also, that joke. This is what so much long of quarantining does to a person. Okay, you start going crazy a bit. Fair enough. Anyways, um, but because yeah. we've been playing the same three games, some of the games have been a little boring. We've really haven't played Trivial Pursuit in maybe a month or so. Clue here and there, but even then, it's mostly <laughs> been dominoes. So we're trying to find a new game. So my brother matt was trying to look up like like popular Mm. kind of board games and a game we got was uh that came in yesterday was called uh secret hitler and it's actually a really interesting Interesting. kind of fun game and i know off the top off the top off the top i have to do obviously any game that references hitler i know that's going to turn a lot of people off so at that point i understand it's probably not a game for everyone it's it's a t- and it's kind of a touchy subject there, but essentially right. what you are is, um, you. It's a game. It's better if you have more people than less people. We have yeah. We, no, it's no, us it, it's five. Just, I, I I got to so like three to five. I feel like would be perfect for a no, game like this. No 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 no. Really? Not this one, for this one actually, <clears throat> it'd be better for you like it's up to ten. It's better if it's so like, like five six, to ten. Yeah, five to ten. To 10 six to ten more likely. But essentially wow. what you are is um, – so there's a president and, a like, a chancellor that you uh, that goes around, like, a little president, like, placard board. And what you're trying to do is, it like, is – so, so it's a board game. It's not a card it's game. A board it's a board game. game. It's a board okay. game with, like, cards, but it's basically okay. a board game. It's a liberal okay. versus, like, fascists. So gotcha. what you're trying to do is uh, you get a card. You first start off with, like, a card, like, envelope, and it's what your person mm-hmm. is. So you're either – uh, liberal or a fascist or Hitler. Yep. Um, and I'll get to later why five isn't the best because there's more liberals than they are uh, fascists. So in ours, we had three liberals to two fascists. Um, so essentially, you get a car, you get an envelope, you see what you are, you're then told to close your eyes after you kind of memorize what your character is. And then the two, the people who are fascists will open the what we did was the, someone said fascists open your eyes. So the fascists look at each other. They know who they are. Um, but realistically, if it's more people, you don't know who actually Hitler, the Hitler character is except for the person who's actually Hitler. Um, so that, uh, so that's where it kind of falters a bit with me. You're playing five. So with the mm-hmm. two fascists already, the two people already know who the Hitler is. Um, but after that, you close your eye. They close your eyes again. So you open them again. Then you get a, again back to the president. Uh, the president then ad, events, essentially it's a bunch of like saying yeah, you're nay to things. But the president elects yeah. a chancellor. The chancellor is either is then voted upon yeah, you're nay. If it's yes, then uh, you pick up three cards and it's like legislations, but it's really just either a liberal God. card or a fascist card. And it, yeah. it's a lot of like who's who kind of thing. Mm. Um, 
it does have a lot of thinking and like when you first saw it because when you first got it we like saw a video of like how to play and everything when you're first watching like at least matt fortunately enough knew more uh, understood it more than we did uh, after the top of uh, at the top of it but as you as i think many board or card game as you play it more it's it's really a simple game yeah essentially the the president then takes three cards uh either liberal fascist you you discard one you flip them you tape them uh, flip down you then give it to the chancellor who then discards one and then puts one on the board which is either fascists or uh, liberal on the board so if mm. it's a fascist card you put on the fascist side it's a liberal card you put a liberal card right the liberals went if you get six or um, you shoot and kill hitler um, if you're on the fascist side right. you win either getting six or hitler becomes chancellor and after like the wow. third card if hitler is then uh, uh, announced as chancellor the fascist went uh, so essentially what the fascists are doing, what you're trying to do is it gets a little dicey at times because there's, yeah. there's two parts like at the third and fourth, like, uh, or maybe it's more like fourth or fifth card. There's like uh, a bullet and the president has to kill someone like they have to kill someone random. So <laughs> it's either you don't really know who anyone is. You can kind of right. base it off of what people have selected faces versus mm. on um like card like the card they put down for fascist or liberal for when they're a ch- it almost uh, sounds like a mix of a few games in a way yeah it's and a like mixture what, of like clue. like spy alley I don't yeah know it's like a command uh, to me it's like a command conqueror mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. battleshipy guess who clue kind of game if i yeah. had if i had the best to describe it for people who aren't the biggest like game or yeah. board game kind of people, game people yeah. that's what i had what mostly is and it gets even more fun like as it's more people the the board itself extends even longer and there's like a part where if someone thinks they know who hitler is they can say hey it's this person hitler yeah. and that kind of thing but uh with wow. the, and the theory, <laughs> the game, if you're playing it says if you're playing with like a big group of people the game is supposed to like, like oh, yeah. 45 minutes like it even says in the that, box, forty-five minute game time. I mean, that, that's pretty. But the good, way we were playing, it, it took us maybe ten minutes around. I'd say. Really. Uh, because it actually goes kind of. We only had five people, so it went kind of quick. So. Oh, so you're saying? So of course the problem. There's some more. Makes uh, sense. Uh, that's the basis of what it is. Yeah. There's more to it as right. Like, so basically, like, though, the less if, people like you if have, the, the chancellor faster will go probably. Yeah, I think so. Like, if the chancellor is not elected and it's not unanimous or or anything like that, the next uh, the yeah. president then goes to the next person. Then that person, also the chancellor who was just the chancellor, cannot be elected again to the chancellor. It has to be someone else. But the president, if it, the president was gotcha. just the president, and then he can then also then the next turn be chancellor. That's just hmm. the chancellor can't be the same ter- person twice in a row. I gotcha. Okay. It's a little yeah. confusing. Like it, if it, you first, it sounds it's a, like it's just from like I feel like it, again, like like you said, with one of those board, it's one of those board games where the more times you play it, the more you get used it took, to it and understanding it took the rules. Two rounds for me to get a good understanding of what you do. Yeah, I think if it was like with five people, it wasn't as great. In three rounds, the fascists won all three. I was liberal twice, fascists one time. And the two times I was liberal, I was the last liberal standing with two fascists still uh, still up. 
because um, realistically they have an upper hand and especially with yeah. Hitler because what you're supposed to do if you're Hitler is try to make it seem like you're not Hitler so if you're Hitler you're going to do uh, you might do a little more Dude, liberal I just have so many questions like who came up with this game you're like oh yeah I think this is a great idea know. for a board game I don't know. I, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Though. yeah, I've probably said Hitler a lot of times, so I know it's probably not the best. But you know, it's again for that reason. I can oh understand why Lord. it's probably not the game for everyone. No, but like if it, like even if it was us five, you, me, Matt, Tommy, uh, Baps, if yeah. it was us five, we could still play and you can get a good understanding like we did. But it's mm. like if we put like then got like a megan involved then it gets a little more interesting and yeah it's a yeah anyways it's a really fun game and the funny thing that happened when you're first playing it was uh somehow my dad got confused and closing her eyes and then opening them <laughs> i don't know okay. he, <coughs> apparently we uh, opened our eyes too quickly for him to understand what was going on he didn't know that when you're supposed to close your eyes he thought this is how it was so everyone closed their eyes and only the fascists right. open their eyes and then he closed their eyes again and then he thought then the liberals then have to open their eyes again but which it wasn't it was just everyone opens their eyes at that point oh my god for us they we found it funny but i think it was one of those uh in the moment kind of uh funny things that happened uh that's really all i did again nursing home we're changing it up a bit we just kind of looked up like fun or popular board games yeah. and stuff that we could play that is the same three that we're playing for yeah. months on end now. Wow. Because we've still, because we still, like, at times, even, like, when we've talked about last time when we lost power, we played we played Mexican, yeah. Mexican, a Mexican train twice because, obviously, you know, power, we didn't have anything else to do. But that's just something we do. Uh, and the one... Uh, we had a little bit of the Sixers game on in the background as it started, mm. but uh, then that was the last game, the third game we played. And it's one of those games also, and maybe we'll get bored of it later on, but it right. actually isn't, it's actually a pretty fun game once you get the it's hang a, of it and everything. It's yeah. actually pretty fun because <clears throat> a lot of it is like, is this person, who is this person, what is this person, and it just kind of figure out who's who. There's all this mystery behind it. Yeah, there's yeah. mystery behind and, it. And, and that's the fun in a lot of board games where, mm -hmm. you know, like, and it depends on the board game. So there's that kind of game. That, again, like, it, it's definitely like a spy alley clue-like game yeah. where it's, you're always wondering who is it kind of thing or or who, you know, who's the other mm -hmm. person supposed to be. And, you know, and the mystery part of the aspect makes board games like that so much more fun and, and soft fun. But I think that's safe to say, like, that could fall under the random tangent category. <laughs> what a tangent that was, my friend. That, that it's it's gonna happen. So. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, but that that was probably your longest tangent yet. Oh, I know. Which, which no, it's good. It's just cracking me. I up, just though, had to kind of do a little backstory of what this game yeah, was I mean, to try again, to get as many people to understand it as possible and for me to especially kind of with an important team like that mm -hmm. oh geez uh any other whitmer's updates uh nope still still drinking now and then after go. the one margarita after the one margarita i changed it up i went uh i went with captain after that so nice, nice. there you go boy all righty well 
I'm gonna we're gonna head over to news from Narnia here, mm-hmm. and uh, this happened last week. So this was uh, I'm voting it as the worst of the worst moment of the week last week, <clears throat> and so it's a mix of the worst of the worst moment and also a tiny story time. So um, you know, uh, I, I'm a big fan of you know uh, like of drinking orange juice and everything. Like no matter what time of the day it is, you know. Like, like, even when I'm getting ready for bed, I can tell you have like, you're like, where is this going? So, no, anyway, no, 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 it's not that no. at all. It's the drinking orange juice at any time of the day. Like, I, I only drink it if I do like a breakfast for dinner or like breakfast. Dude, I, I'm I, telling you, I can, I can drink it any time. Like, even oh, it's not I'm that like, it's not good. I like orange yeah. juice. But no, 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 I know, but it, it's just like the time. It's of not day. one it's, of those things. Is it one of those drinks where like? Okay, I can do orange juice and just at random times for your thirsty, you'll just do orange juice. Oh yeah, absolutely. And literally anytime. Okay, that's just weird to me because to me I'm like <laughs> I was like, I want something to drink. Like I don't really want orange juice because it's not well, really. Well, I'll put it this time. way, like I look for other options, but like if I don't because a lot of times I like the taste and the flavor of it. Yeah. You like that. But acidity? I, I I don't I don't like I don't like pulp though. I absolutely cannot oh, yeah, stand you want a pulp, pulp. free. Yes. Yeah. But um, you know, so yeah, I don't really like pulp either because it just feels like there's there's, there's like so shit gross. in it. It's just weird. It's so disgusting. Anyway, so I again, I'm one of those weird people that can drink OJ at any time of the day. Like, you know, of course, I look for other options. You know, like if there's like, you know, if I haven't, you know, been uh, staying hydrated, you know, drink some water, of course, and. Uh, you know, maybe some, some like, you know, smart, soda or something like that. Or... Smart, smart move, Jeffrey. Thank you. Just stay I like hydrated. To, I, I like water. to think so. Lesson I, I think... of the day, people. Drink water. drink water. Stay hydrated. Yeah. I'll never get this, and maybe we can come back to this at another time. Professional sports athletes cramping up during a game. I have no sympathy for that because you're literally trained from peewee to stay as hydrated as you can while playing a sport. And in baseball, if it's hot, you should probably drink water or more or maybe something with a little more electric light so you don't end up being dehydrated or a cramp. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's true, though. <laughs> Sorry, I had a little rant there, but you got I me going because you said – you said hydrating and you know one thing led to another anyway so you know anything like that but um you know if i can't find anything still you know want a little flavor or something like that or just in general i go to you know grab some orange juice so i was getting ready to go to bed and i just happened to pour you know a a very like small small glass of orange juice getting ready for bed i think you know i had to take some things having trouble sleeping and everything and as you know, and not often do I do this, but do you like ever flyer series? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why I couldn't sleep. Yeah, uh, but no. So what are they going to ever... do after this blowout? <sighs> How are they going to come back to this? What should they do? Yeah, I but anyway. Sleep, you know? uh, so do, do you ever though? Do you ever uh, when you're getting ready to take a, a sip or a drink or something? Do you ever just happen to look down at your glass first? Yeah. Well, no, and saying like like not all the time, but like once in a while. Like, I, don't, I don't know if you're one of those people. Like every single time, you just like happen to look in, or right, just like right. you just you know take a drink. This particular, you know, sometimes I just happen to look at my glass. I'm glad I did this time because the one time I did, of all the things, I saw a fly, a dead fly in the orange juice in my glass. Ooh, tasty. <laughs> it had some protein, so I I was like. I stopped luckily before 
but OJ got the glass got to my mouth and I stopped. I was like, nope, not not having it. So the other thought was, well, how did the fly get in my glass? That was gonna be my question. How is it getting in there? Is it was it in the well, orange juice or was it? Well, that's what I was beforehand? wondering. I still don't know. I'm assuming I'm assuming it was in the cup, but I'm assuming it was in the orange juice somehow already. I, I could be wrong, but that was my guess. I don't know how, but I, I'm guessing that the, the fly somehow got trapped in the actual orange juice container and tied in there. <laughs> but I lucked out to not, to not, it could have been even worse uh, for me if I didn't pay attention. But luckily, thankfully, I did not get a little extra protein with that orange juice. And what have just been a little extra flavor, a little bit, oh, what was that chunky part? A little, a little crunchy. I didn't put ice. Mm-hmm. I can, mm. This isn't pulp, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So that, that was one of my worst, worst, worst moments of last week. Well, it would have been worse if you actually would have drank it. No, that I agree with. But, but like, it, it was a semi-worst of the worst moment for me. Right. But because so. I've had those moments, like for some, I had it once when I was eating like a bag of chips, and there was like a dead fly in it, and I wasn't paying attention because, like, if you're eating like a potato, bag of potato chips, you're just yeah, gonna, you just grab grabbing them in and everything, and at one point, man, what's this little crunchy part? Like, oh, it's a fly. Oh, I, did we actually eat it? I didn't know it was in there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, where did he come from? Oh man, that's great. Oh, see that that's even worse. I'm in the trash. I had the victim. I had the victim. Mm-hmm. That's my house. He, he he was invading. Ooh. I don't know what to tell you. Great. He got to anyway, he got so, potato chips, which are the superior <laughs> chips. Even ask our fans. So um, that kind of it, it's on an unrelated topic, but kind of switching topics now. Um, I was you know reading my email or anything, and I happened to get an email that just scratched my head and I was like, one, I don't even know how I got this email. Okay, Cause you know, don't you ever just get like, I don't know if you do or not, but do you ever uh, just get like random emails where you have the weirdest subscriptions to stuff? I get what, random, like scam stuff like that, but never really. Well, it's just like, for example, where it, it like gives you the option at the very bottom. Oh, say, oh yeah. you know, okay. uh, yeah, unsubscribe. Yeah, yeah. 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 So of all things, by the way, I'm only 24, but I got this. Oh, I get those all the time. And I know, but I'm just like, don't they know I'm nowhere near retirement? <laughs> but oh, it, I've it, had it. I've had it even so worse that they actually like mailed me like a senior catalog, like uh, <laughs> AARP kind of thing. How old oh do they God. think I am? Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, it, it just like cracks me up. It's just like why like where are you getting this information i've had, from? I've had assume- that and the weirdest one i've gotten was like there was like you know those like oxygen 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 tube things for like older people, the, uh, or people who have yeah. problems like breathing i've yeah. got a bunch of random emails like that it's like my breathing's fine okay i'm not old <laughs> Last time i'm I not checked. a smoker i don't have Last breathing time I checked, problems. my breathing's just fine <laughs> i don't know that's oh, not boy. a I, that's not nearly as bad as uh, your long lost brother that you never knew you had. And Yo, then- that's such a great one. Yeah, so my long lost brother. So th- this has been going on for years. I got to write down the day 
or uh, I honestly, uh, I know we text each other a couple times because I would always send you it. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, well, I don't even think we would get them anymore. So, so basically, long story short is one day randomly, and this is at least five years ago, right? At least, yeah. I think that's at, when, at least, sorry, I, I'd say at the very was it still in high school? Of, yeah, I was gonna say still in high school, the beginning, still beginning high of college, school, somewhere around there. So, between junior year of high school and freshman year of college, I think junior senior year of high school, one day we randomly got a happy birthday postcard kind of message from Toys R Us to my long lost brother, Derek Quake. And I still have so many questions, but again, Toys R Us has been out of business for quite some time. So clearly, they haven't sent Derek any mail. But there's no more I, Toys R Us kids. I know it makes me sad. But <laughs> I was wondering though. I was like, I, I definitely got. We definitely got one more sort of mail, a uh, piece of mail to Derek Quake about something. But again, there's no Derek Quake out there, at least in our household. You sure? You're not hiding them, Derek. Rod. Oh, jeez. But yeah, so you know, fun oh, times there with. Yeah. Do you still do you keep getting? Do you still get those uh, pretzel subscriptions? Subscriptions? Or did you unsubscribe to those? <laughs> I don't even. Know, I don't even think I can unless I mail them. But no, I've only gotten one. Oh, pretzel just that one. You yeah, just the one. They're uh, slacking. Oh, man. Uh, one of our great memories from our first podcast. No, our first wasn't. podcast. That story. Are you glad that I actually brought the? Uh, I know the pretzel su- subscription. With but they me. were so the expensive. They were. They're like sixty dollars boxes. Unfortunately, that was the last podcast we actually did in person. It, it was. It really was. Man, so long ago. I know. Apparently, to me, it's about a hundred months ago. <laughs> It feels like. Yeah. Oh, speaking about annoying things, I think it's time to switch over and talk about some annoying commercials. Yeah. This isn't really, everyone has those kind of annoying ads, commercials nowadays. Yeah. Um, it's, There's been quite a bit. Yeah. And I'm it just commercials in general. I'm not, I think the better commercials are actually, I know everyone says how great Super Bowl commercials are, but yeah. I think those are kind of just, crappy i've never really enjoyed they haven't gone they haven't been any good lately the past few years um yeah they just try too hard to be funny and everything just never comes across the better commercials to me are around like the christmas timey kind of ones because they they do come up with some good ones they come up with some good ones apples always comes out with some like emotional kind of thing there yeah um i know like comcast or whatever did like that et one uh, around Christmas time last year, this past Christmas, and all I that. I remember that one. You don't? It was like ET nah. recrashed back into Earth and everything. No, wait. Yep. Yes, I do. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, they show that commercial a lot, <laughs> especially for watching Flyers games. Oh, yeah. Speaking about uh, those kind of ge- hockey games lately, they've been playing literally the same commercials like every single oh, yeah. commercial, or you know, every time it goes commercial, they play the same ones, whether it's the five dollar foot long subway commercial, which is so freaking annoying now. Mm-hmm. They play the uh, you know some AT and T commercials. They play Progressive with annoying flow. Some local commercials. Mike was going to mention 
One commercial I can't stand is the pizza commercial from the fake Jake from State Farm guy. That's not the real Jake from State Farm. Bring back the original Jake from State Farm, by the way. Just saying. He's a phony. Oh, God. This guy's a big phony. (laughs) Oh, man. It's just just annoying. What was the commercial? the, the, the pizza war. And yeah, you just said you didn't like the commercial. You never really went into oh, what the commercial was. My bad. Sorry. So basically, it's where that random, it's like a teenager is a pizza like, delivery. Yeah. It's a pizza and, delivery and, girl, woman, thinks just randomly knocks on his door, thanking him for like. Yeah. And like, th- thanks so much for, you know, giving me the discount. Here's a free pizza. Just the way the, the you know, the yeah. dialogue is and, and the person's voice is really annoying. And, it's such a bad commercial Mm -hmm. i got you beat one i got you beat jeff this is a local commercial it's some like you're saying it's like a mechanic uh plumbing kind of company and it's with this dad and his daughter and his daughter is asking like his her dad oh no is asking her dad um, i knew this one it's asking her dad something about how to how would you know if you get more education about uh mechanical stuff or something like that? And she goes like, "Bless you." At one point, or like a Zoom tie is like, "What?" Yeah, he answers back by like saying something that you didn't understand. That sounded like he sneezed, and she's like, "Oh, bless you," or like a Zoom tie or something like that. It's like, yeah. oh, that first the acting is terrible enough, and it they thought that part was funny, and they come back to it again later. Uh, he says another thing similar to that. And then it's just, she makes another like little joke like oh that definitely isn't like a real thing or like okay uh, another I like because I'm thinking of a different commercial and I I never want to see this commercial again I've seen it only a few times every time I shut it off the first time I didn't know what it was and it was a little weird but basically you know like it's a, it's a daughter talking to her dad and she's saying like oh like you know i really need help or something like that and you know, well you know can you please help me kind of thing the camera pans or, or, or and the, the dad's like you know like stop like um so, so, it's not a good commercial but basically it's like oh stop you know uh you know being such a not like a pain but like you know you're you're you know you you know write a nail on the head kind of thing or something like that or like a you know you're screwed or something like that or, or something weird like that. He's like, Dad, like that's so mean. And, and he goes, No, you literally have a screw in your head. Another commercial you're talking about. Yeah, it's just so gross. And it's just that's the one auto commercial, auto yeah, uh, insurance that's commercial. Right. They don't have good commercials either. I forget what that no, company's called. They come with some awful uh, ones. That's like the same company that had like the uh, Darren Sproles and a bunch of them. Oh, oh yeah. That. The Wayne Simmons one. I love those guys. Mm-hmm. But the annoying thing about the Darren Sproles one in particular is for some reason the audio in it, it's like peaking really high pitched for some reason. Yeah. It's alerting every dog she was watching TV that day. Another terrible one I just remember from like years and years ago. It's like the, it was this jewelry commercial. And this woman falls, like this woman and her like boyfriend, her husband or something are about to go to this mm. 
wedding or upscale kind of party. They're dressed up and mm-hmm. everything. And this woman falls into this puddle and gets this puddle of mud and gets mud all over. And the husband goes, oh, you should, oh, you want, should you go change? Like, oh, why would I? But this ring that I have on my finger. Oh, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> it's so corny. It's so Who's going to notice a little mud? Yeah, like, come on, that's the best thing you can come up with. Uh, and it's just so oh, cringy. And it's cure auto insurance. That's what it was. And so, woman's got like a going back to what you were talking about. And she's got like a yeah. nail in her head or whatever. Yeah. And he's, or a screw or something like that. Yeah. And he's trying to say, you literally have a screw in her head. Yeah. Her head, yeah. And doesn't like, he like, he like, uses teeth yeah, to get it out? Pull it out and uh, spit it yeah, out. Yeah. That's why it's so gross. It's like, come on. Like, that's just. That's gross, man. We don't need to see that. Another one that I've grown more and more annoyed of is the uh, one vodka commercial with uh, Whitney and uh, what's his face, um, uh, Paul Bessonette, where they're having like oh, a skill oh, competition. Oh. They're going back and forth yeah, or whatever. About the, the the pink Whitney, yeah. I know no, which one you're talking about. It's not the pink Whitney one. It's the other one, but the same vodka brand. Uh, but they're like having like the skill competition. Oh, sorry, New, New kind, Amsterdam vodka. Yeah, the New Amsterdam vodka. That's they first have here. like a skill competition that Whitney takes, and then he says, "No, I hardest want a shot. hardest shot." And then they like cheers to a full glass, mind you, of vodka <laughs> with a little lime on the edge. First off, who's drinking that much vodka? Like seriously, it it's it's nail polish. It's fucking nail polish remover. <laughs> fucking alcohol so i don't know why you're drinking that much vodka uh, on its own why would you ever drink vodka on oh. its own and certain drinks sure i'll go vodka but if you're drinking it straight up wow you're done for the night oh my god that's my question mark but the more i've seen it the more i kind of get annoyed with it because it's kind of cheesy and everything that kind of thing yeah no i guess you're supposed I mean... to have like this little rivalry kind of thing but kind of friendly yeah. kind of thing it's a friend, the other one they really hate rivalry. is the um new uh what's it called uh, enterprise ad with uh Brador, and he just left his cup in his the uh, cup it, in his car that was a little cheesy but like, like some, of the, some of the other ones were actually pretty funny with um like the one where he's like stopping pucks pucks left and right in the net you know mm-hmm. that, that one's pretty good and but you know this one, the uh, the dialogue was a little cheesy, and just like mm-hmm. the way he spoke. Actually, a really funny story about Marty Berdor. So this was back during the Flyers Devils, um, the Flyers' real home opener uh, to start off this this season or earlier back in October. And I was uh, I was in the press box, but there's it was so packed because Devils were there. Jack Hughes is for scheme against the Flyers. Wayne Simmons was back in Philly, you know, so the press Jeff box was in the packed. building. Obviously, no one was really there for that. More people were there because Jeff was in the building. Exactly. Jeff, Thank Jeff you. I'm glad you draw. understand that. Was, I think Doc was even doing that game. So you and Doc, was. yeah, everyone was like, oh, Jeff's in the building. Got to get special, there. Special guest, thing. Doc Emmerich with the real guest, Jeff Quay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I, it was so packed. So they actually put me down on the, the far end, which is by the devil's side of the press. And me and this other guy who's covering the Flyers, you know, we were talking everything. All of a sudden, we hear the Flyers. You know, the Flyers had the puck in their own zone. Devils got it, and they kept trying to, you know, put some rebounds in. All of a sudden, you hear 
Put the puck in the net. Put the puck in the net. What the hell are you doing? Come on, let's go. Come on. You gotta score. You gotta score. We you? look up and it's Marty Berdor yelling at the team, yelling, put the puck in the net. Put the puck in the net. What the hell are you doing? Come on, let's go, boy. So great. It's like you can tell how badly he wants to be mm-hmm. out there to, to tell him how to play hockey. Right. And we're just looking at each other like, Marty, what the hell? Well, Jeff, if you remember correctly, I know in our first podcast we did in this roundtable series, we talked about those when we went to that Bruins Flyers game, that last yeah. game before the pause. Um, and there was those annoying fans and everything. Yep. You were getting pretty into it as well. I get, hey, hey, I yeah, get into yeah, 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 You get really into it. You were shouting at Marshawn at times. Well, yeah, because he's a weasel. He's a rat. No one likes him. But hey, could, no, clearly you've we never couldn't been be to more. We couldn't obviously people. we're opposite like personalities, but we couldn't be more opposite when we're going to a sporting event like a Flyers game like that. <laughs> no, I know. Hey, at least I wasn't like those two drunk guys. Oh yeah, those two drunk guys randomly shouting bullshit. <laughs> it literally half of them didn't even make sense. Like they would start their insult, and then the one time the guy's like, "Yeah," and he would just stop. <laughs> like okay i think our entire row was having more fun with the, like oh oh here they go again here they go again guys yep i think at one point tried getting the wave going or something like that and just they did. <laughs> everybody let's go oh geez that was awesome was so, it though no it wasn't it was awful that was the worst of the worst moment of the whole year yeah there's a lot of those no, I know. I'm adding that one on to it, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You see what happens? They go to a game, they know everyone, and they paused hockey after that. Yep, it's all their fault. Yep, 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 yep. I believe that's at least three or four references. At least. I'm saying four or five at least. So what happens at four or five? You take two shots. I you think chug. Say, the, the depends on what it is we're saying and how frequently frequently we're saying it. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't know. Anyways, uh, last little segment here as we transition even more since we're talking a little about hockey. Let's. Uh, this is where a crossover event kind of happens. It's. Obviously, going to be better than the whole uh, Marvel Universe and uh, Endgame and uh, Infinity War. So, buckle up, people. Jeff might be snapping his finger at some point. We all might dust away. But earlier today, the Flyers had another playoff game. Yes, they did. That was a 3 p.m. game. in the series. And actually, one thing I was going to add. Um, this is going to be back for when you talk hockey. We can talk about it more yeah. uh, for our next hockey podcast. But it seemed to me that the um, teams in the round robin are finally getting the teams that were struggling and even the Flyers a bit too are starting to get their feet going. They're the teams yes. that you expect them to be. Uh, yeah. The Lightning are. The Bruins Big have time. absolutely turned it around. Uh, the Blues as well. Um, the stars, still, yeah. there's still some shakiness. I'd still say there's still a little shakiness with the blues. The stars, there's still a little shakiness and, um, the avalanche are another one that yeah. found their game. By the way, and the stars are currently up two one in their, yeah. uh, in game five, 
five minutes left in the third. And obviously the big, the bigger one that's uh, not to happen. doing well is the Capitals. They're yes, not, they're the, 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 the one team that hasn't come back, and yep. maybe this is the game they come back. But back to the also, Flyers game earlier, which yeah. realistically it looked like, the to me at times, there, there was still a lot of uh, struggles the Flyers had and still little bits here and there of uh, playing a little bit into the Canadiens' hand, but I think that was probably the best the Flyers have looked in the four games so far this Start uh, to finish, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the one thing I think that really helped, and it really can throw everyone off, Flyers fans included, I'm sure it threw off the Canadians, but they actually separated Drew and Couturier. Not, so know, one thing that, that they made two, did... They made two lineup changes. Yeah. Farabee and JVR, or Farabee was in, and uh, Abu Kubo were in. And, and Abu Kubo were out, sorry. Uh, sorry, JVR and Abu Kubo were out. Farabee and Bunneman were, Bunneman were uh, in. Were, were in. And then uh, uh, Haig stayed in, Goose stayed out. Yeah. Uh, but that wasn't the only change, because Rafa was moved up to the first line. Yeah. And Giroux was moved down to the third line third, which with is Lawton. He was also moved down and Farabee was on the second line. The fourth line stayed the same or third yeah. line. Um, the um, other which, thing I was going to say, which really to noted, me must yeah. have really can at least uh, strategy wise, uh, trying to shut the flyers down. That would have been a very, very big uh, question mark. And not just that to really test um, what's his face is uh Ability to coach the team when now faced with different lines right. and who you put on. I, I want to say it's Murray, right? What for? For are you talking about for the Habs interim head coach? Yeah, well, Paul joins yeah, yeah, Murray, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So and, and they're talking about this. So I was listening on the on the nice by the fanatic with Tim Saunders and Steve Coates um, on my way home from work, and w- one thing that they were saying was you know due to that change so so to start the game at all the lines were as normal as they were drew is on top line and everything mm-hmm. uh trip lines together tk lots and even the TK, line that started was uh rafa was on that fourth line to start the game exactly and then but after that after the, that everything boom. changed so and, and one thing timmy saunders mentioned was that uh, he said that clearly av had a game plan in place that mm-hmm. right from the beginning he wanted to confuse the hell out of the Habs, and wow, he did. Yeah. And it was questioning. I was questioned, questioning. I was so I think confused. Charlie O'Connor had the best. Uh, I think the best way of interpreting interpreting uh, Av's uh, thinking here, because essentially his tweet was either Av is going to go down as being insane for the moves he made, or like an insane, like a, a genius. It's insane genius for doing this to test. What they can do because realistically, obviously, their shutdown pair is uh, Weber and uh, Chabot. And when you separate Drew and Couturier, and then you put not only that, you put Drew on the third line, that really confuses the uh, Canadians with how they're mm-hmm. going to try to defend. Granted, they still play their own uh, system, pesky esque kind of te- uh, uh, game, but it just didn't work. And again, they yeah. ended up being shut out. Two nothing this time. The Flyers actually got two goals past. Uh, yeah, uh, and it Price was again since. Yeah, since uh, the first game, game one, they put up two, but uh, since then they haven't been able to put up past one. So 
luckily they were able to do that. Um, and a moment that you correctly, that, that I correctly said that you pointed out that I said that uh, Price was going to have one of those shaky moments. And he did. Playoffs, it's going to happen. Every goalie has a shaky moment at some point during the playoffs. Not obviously, you have goalies like Briz or Brizgalov who tried to pass off of yeah had season. those moments yeah. almost almost seemingly constantly, but then you have those moments like Hart or even Price. Now Vasilevsky's uh, had those moments, a few moments yeah. that you want to have. Uh, Bennington, Talbot, yeah. Bennington, especially this playoffs. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like this playoffs yeah, in exactly. general, but but as a whole, we we've seen it from every mm-hmm. goalie in the last. Because few it's years. one of those things. Because the, the next thing is going to be Carter Hart because he has two shutouts. At some point, that shutout streak is going to end. It's just a matter of, of when it's going to happen. And let me ask you this, Mike, because there's been a lot of controversy after Game Four ended between the goaltending between the for the Philadelphia Flyers. So here's the, here's the reason. So. Because it's a back-to-back game, or you know, back-to-back games. I'm assuming do you still go hard? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and again, and I have a feeling that's going to happen. I, I kind you of said asked the, you this said question differently on Twitter earlier, though. No, no, no. no well, that's what I'm bringing up now. I personally, again, I wouldn't be surprised if they go hard. For me, you know, as well as Hart's been playing, I think it's great and everything. I wouldn't mind seeing Elliot go for tomorrow. Yes, that's very controversial. I know Hardy's been playing. I don't, think it's, that, I don't think it's that controversial, but well, no, no, because no, I, I literally even had someone. Yeah, someone <laughs> responded saying no. Well, yeah, and the way they did it was they posted the the Jordan commercial meme of "Stop it, get some help, Jeff." Because you know, so basically, what I said was, regardless of how great you know Hart played. I personally would go Brian Elliott, give Hartsey the night off tomorrow, keep Moose fresh. If the Flyers win, awesome. If they don't, simply put Hart back in net. You know, and, and my reasoning is there. Again, you want to keep Brian Elliott loose. You don't you – know, again, I know he came in relief for Carter Hart game two, and, you know, he let him go. That's fine. It, it, you know, game two is already lost at that point. You know, and, yes, he got some, you know, playing time then. But I, I just really want to see Brian Elliott – a little loose, you know, and, and play some actual games. Because, again, I don't want him to have to come into a pivotal game where, God forbid, a heart goes down or something like that, and we really need a victory. And he's so cold. You know, obviously, like, he'll, he'll you know, loosen up and he'll do stretches and everything, get some shots in. But, I, you know, typically when a goalie goes in, their warm-up their warm is they get tested throughout the – game that's basically their warm-up and it's not oh actual warm-ups and they don't have a full 60 minutes of game time in so again i would i would be thrilled if heart goes tomorrow it's more than likely going to happen but i wouldn't be absolutely shocked if brian Elliott gets the start tomorrow that's the point i'm trying to make i'm you know again i think it'd be great if carter hart can pull out the victory and win the series for the flyers and if they do, it'll be the first series that they win for the first time since 2012. Think about that. But again, it will be a very cool moment for Hart to potentially, um, you know, shake the hands of in the handshake line of his idol. Right. I mean, it's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> no matter who wins the series, it's still going to happen. It's just. Oh no! Well, that duh. Yeah. No. No. But like. <laughs> 
like with Hart hopefully again hopefully being the yeah goaltender of the series. I understand what you're saying, and you make obviously valid points for why uh, Elliot could or why uh, right. I think of plus again Elliot Montreal's tomorrow, barely seen but, him play. They only saw him play like not even a game and a half. Right, you know, it's There's almost that, like a period, and that's about it. And I think this is. I think Charlie might have put this best too, and it's something that the argument put by the past that is, um, you can do that. That's great, and maybe they won't be able to put up points again. And I, it's not that I don't trust Brian Elliott at all, but the Canadians don't seem to be able to figure out Carter Hart. That's true. And again, that's so putting Carter. Literally, they haven't done. You know, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think. And obviously, Hart is well trained enough for him not, that not to bother him at all. Mm-hmm. The only hesitation I would have on that is the Flyers have rarely ever done back-to-back Carter Hart or even Brian Elliott back-to-back games. So it's going to be interesting to see how Av goes about it. I'm assuming Hart right. again. That's what you can assume, but you never know. And the thing that someone said to you also. Um, I saw on your reply from the tweet you had out was if the Flyers did win tomorrow, mm-hmm. Hart would have plenty of time to rest after that. And, and, and that's a great point. Again, that's something I wasn't really thinking about when the time that I tweeted out. You know, but that's true. He he would have a lot of time to rest, which would be great. But again, I think it's more for me. I would still feel comfortable knowing that it's a good because again, if the Flyers lose, and but if Brian Elliott starts, exactly, who cares? it's exactly like it's almost exactly like the hurricane situation for me. Exactly, I think there's a lot of people that were. I think you and you were one of them too. That was kind of confused as why why is James Reimer playing? Yeah, why James Reimer? Why is he playing in this game? It's just one of those. And I see it works for the Hurricanes. It didn't really matter. They still swept them. The not yeah, they still swept the uh, Rangers. Mm, so yeah. And then it really come back to bite them, but even if it would have, it's not the worst case because then they would have had another game to possibly exactly. beat them again. Um, that's the one good thing that could happen here. Um, and that's the other thing too is once you have that chokehold, I think you're going to see at the next game. Obviously, the Montreal's going to be much more desperate. They're going to be they're going to be a lot more. more they're going to be more desperate, but and being more desperate, they may. Make more costly alter, mistakes. Yeah, they, may, they may turn the yeah, puck over more. They might from their they might system get more penalties. Exactly, and that game, that's why you could see some more scoring from Philadelphia's end. You could, and not it just wouldn't that, surprise think, me. Uh, I think you do. Obviously, Drew is very anxiously trying to get a goal uh, on one of the last flights yeah. plays when he had that uh, one-time opportunity. Two one zero essentially. Oh no! No, I was talking about when he had the one timer. Oh, oh, that one, yeah. And he missed the net. He was he just on the outside it. of the net. Yeah, he ripped it though, but yeah. it was. But you could tell after he took that shot that he really wants this. He really wants to get a goal going, mm-hmm. just to get him going. But Again, there was the one chance he had, but what early in the first period, where he passed it to Grant. Yeah. And then there's another one in the third, I believe, where he, he had did another a similar chance. Thing. Yeah, on the he did a very similar thing. I forgot he passed it to, but. He passed it, and you mm-hmm. gotta. It's someone like him that surprises me. I will say this like though: uh, if you think Sean uh, Couturier is someone who hasn't really shown up yet in this playoff mm-hmm. series, he is doing a lot better than I think. I, I'm sure people are noticing it, but more so today 
and last game. And the too, other I few games, it. yeah. Uh, yeah. Couturier's confidence. I know he hasn't put one in the back of the net. He's got a couple points okay. in the series so far. Yep. Um, but that feed he had to uh, raffle for this first goal. That was, was gorgeous. Nice. Yeah. Nice that's drop also a move that that's I got not lacking confidence at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because again, he he knows and he trusts his line mates, and again, Katori and Raffle. What's remember, crazy they, to me that it they just have realized they have chemistry together. The third line that they put out there were all centers. It was Derek Grant, Scott Lawton, and Claude Drew. That was the third yeah. line. They're all centers. Well, that's an interesting point. Lately, Drew has been playing wing, but right, of course, but I, the natural position, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's same with Lawton. Not, yeah, but no. So, overall, but that, I think that was another way for the Flyers as well to make their four lines depth-wise uh, better defensively, because the right. problem they had before was the reason why you saw that uh, Thompson line so much was because they were the next line out there to play right. shutdown. Uh, because and, the third line before was they had JVR there, and JVR isn't yeah. and even Faraby too a bit. They aren't. Yeah, they aren't at the moment. They aren't the best, or Faraby at least. But JVR isn't the best defensively there, so shutting yeah. them down. And, and, and especially to uh, a moment was towards the very, rather very end of the game. You saw a huge block from Nate Thompson by um on by him on yeah, Shea he, Weber. That fourth line actually. That I don't. There wasn't anyone really that I saw looked horrible. Bad. No, there was shaky moments. There were shaky moments here. They're like Provorov and then had, what happened? Shaky exactly. had Provorov and Neskinen again had a couple of shaky moments. Yeah. Uh, Provorov but, had a couple of turnovers again. Lawton had yes. a tur- uh, turnover as well. Not nearly as bad as uh, Game Three's turnovers. Yeah. But the other thing was um, one play in particular I really want to note because I usually am not a fan of this player. And he again, I just don't like well, he's playing style that much. About. Exactly, but he had one particular play later in the game. Pro- I think it was in the third period when it was. It was. The, uh, Connor Bonneman again, not the mm-hmm. biggest fan of him personally. I know I've seen a lot of comments supporting him. No, I think that's great supporting the guy for the fourth line center. He just hasn't proven enough to me that he he should be that fourth line. No, but guy. you see what he can bring. It's he's yes. not going to be flashy. The fourth no, he's not going to be like, flashy at all. Again, but you again, saw what he brings. Depth. He's pretty good board-wise and forechecking. No, board-wise, yeah, board-wise, he, he plays a great game. And he had the one play where he was fighting up against the boards and then he mm-hmm. somehow pulled the puck back basically between the defender's legs in Montreal's own zone. Yeah. Flipped the it stick almost around reminded and, me of uh, Kevin uh, Hayes against the uh, Penguins yeah. when he was by himself on the uh, PK. Yeah. He took on like all five uh, yeah. penguins. It was, it was a, a very strong to... move. Yeah, and and honestly, like, and I obviously like. Oh, I'm not saying Bonnie is like the next great player, and you know, I no, think it's like he, he's no. not. But no, exactly. But the thing is, like, the the way it looked, it was like basically like a Sidney Crosby esque kind of move that you would yeah. typically see from Crosby. Again, it's that hockey smart. It's using but I, I think that's also it, everything to his advantage, and he played also, it beautifully there. Yeah, that's also a good sign for the Flyers' depth as well. I know yeah. we're not the biggest of fans of Bunneman, but he played majority of the season on the fourth line. It's not like he's not capable, and it's not like that fourth right. line during the season when he was playing that looked uh, terrible or like outbeaten yeah. all the time they were out there. The fourth line was always uh, doing well. And mm-hmm. Ruffle again, showed his ability to really play anywhere. 
and it's great because I figured he was going to have a better game uh, today, even though he did have a sh- one shaky moment where I thought he was going to get hurt again because he took a shot and came up. Yeah, one. no, there's a lot um, of moments like that where I'm like, ooh, did, did so-and-so get hurt? You yeah, know, it was a little, but Rafa, a little nerve-wracking. Like, Rafa looked like uh, that first game against in the Rod yeah. Robin against the Bruins, Rafa. He looked really well. Good tonight. You know, he did. Today. Um, yeah. But not only that, um, but there were a, a couple of players, honestly, who definitely seemed like they got shooken up. I know Kevin Hayes took a, a shot to the the wrist there. And, and you know, he, like, here's he another thing, too, up. as you say that, because I just remember maybe for Hart's sake, too, just because yeah. he took the shot near the end of the game to the hands or something like yeah. that. I can tell if that was like a shot at first, or I honestly. I think it was from when second, he got. It was from when he got poked from a Gallagher stick. That's what I thought. I thought Brendan Gallagher got a little bit of an extra poke slash, almost like a slash, on Hart. I got to take a look at the footage again to see how exactly it turned out. But I think that, I could I, think I could it, be wrong, but that's a, how it looks to me. I think that's the same way Niskanen felt on that play as well, because remember Niskanen and. Uh, some of the Canadians got into it right after that happened. And then he backed yeah. out of it because he didn't want to take a dumb penalty near the end of the game. Right, which is smart. And again, Gallagher is very good at making those plays where he really likes to piss people off and he really well, wants to that's that's, if his team's down. Like, that's his style. You know, that's, what wants... the, that's a little part of what uh, works for the Canadians at times, too. Yeah, And that's what's good about this Flyers team is that they won't get shaken up by that. Like in game and no. game three, they out hit the. Um, they did, Canadians. and they looked great. Mm-hmm. They looked they significantly really better looked today. That's not even like yeah. I'm sure. I don't even hear uh, Milbury even say in the broadcast today that yeah, they were turtling up. Milbury, he did not say, did yeah. not say it. He did not say they were turtling wow. up. Wow, that's a lot. He of actually help. praised. Uh, he praised uh, Carter Hart and his oh, shot. He uh, praised Carter Hart on that. And he wow. said he did make a little slight to uh, the Canadians because he said uh, when he did his three stars, like, "Well, obviously there's not going to be there's not going to be any Canadians in here." <laughs> wow, that that's a first. Mm-hmm. Wow, it, it's like words I don't think I've ever thought I'd mm-hmm. hear from him. Wow, that game it seemed there was a lot more space for people to uh, work with. Work with, um, yeah. And obviously, both teams made. Uh, Little mistakes here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the thing that really hurt the Canadians more so was that when they did have dangerous opportunities, somebody either flubbed or they missed a shot or like something right. like that. They they just kept like messing up. I think that just mm-hmm. is part of their inexperience. And I think as they develop as a team, as young players, that that's eventually going to come. And that those mistakes might not no, happen as often, sure. but. That's and, and again, and that's you're seeing you see that the already you with see the differences um, between the Flyers and the Canadians because the Flyers can play yes. this type of style against the Canadians and their regular style. They have right. no, Which, they have no reason not to. They have no reason not to be able to compete with the Islanders if they face yeah. the Islanders. But the Islanders win tonight, and the Flyers win tomorrow night. Then they're facing each other, so it's not like they can't take that either. Right. So and, and again, and, and this is such a great test for Philadelphia because no matter. Who, you know, who they, you know, who wins the series or who wins the Islanders Capital Series. Again, it's the playoffs. I'm not counting anyone out regardless no. of what the series is. Flyers um, fans should know this personally. Exactly. And not only that, but again, when it comes to this style, both games three and four now, Philadelphia proved 
no matter how boring of a game it they can is, t- they can do it. They can and, stick with it. They yeah, can game two they got embarrassed. Boring, but yeah, but who cares? They they exactly. They're very quickly to adjust. Then they, you know, it's showing. It, it's showing, and again, and and that's also why AV deserves such high praise and credit. And honestly, is the rightful winner. Uh, yeah, and Chuck Fletcher, the, the you know GM of the year right there in Fletcher, and also more importantly, coach of the year. I don't even know if they announced it yet. Um, I feel like they haven't even announced that for some reason, but I don't know. Anyway, my point is, though, it's little moves like these by Elaine Vigneault that really proves why he's such a great hire for the Philadelphia Flyers, that he's doing moves that people wouldn't even think about making, putting Giroux on the third line in the playoffs. Like, who does that? <laughs> Again, it's these mind games he's really just messing and playing with uh, against the Canadians that you know, it, it's really throwing them off the game because it's like, oh, well, we were playing on Giroux and Katori be on the line together the whole time and dominating. You know, we've been doing a, a good job keeping them off the board during the playoffs. But other than that, you know, defensively, you know, they're doing well. But, oh, wait, you're, split, you're splitting them up. Uh, oh, oh, no, what do we do now? Like, they, it, it looks like they almost froze. They didn't know what to expect. It's true. And it was just awesome to see. It was really awesome to see. I do generally believe now that uh, AV will probably get the uh, Jack Adams. Oh, he freaking better, man. It, it, it's, it shouldn't even be a thought. He should be the rightful person and a winner to win the Jack Adams, especially how this yeah. series has gone. It, it was announced. I'm just trying to find who was. Uh, oh, for GM of the year? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very curious to see if they came up with the finalists or not. I don't believe they did. But I'd have to imagine that Chuck Fletcher is one of them. If you had a guess, real quickly, who do you who else do you think could be a finalist? Um, what's his face and uh, uh Joe Sackick. Yeah, Sackick is oh, he, he's awesome. He is. A, a um, who else? I would say Vegas is, but I don't think he's really he didn't really do much this. Um I can't think about that. I don't know. They did obviously you have to throw obviously I think you probably the obvious one you could probably throw in there as Leonard. well. Is, for uh, for Vegas's move, but sorry, what were we no, saying? I meant <laughs> for um for a jam though. Just because they won the president's trophy, Don Sweeney's Bruins. Yeah, or or are we saying Bruce Cassidy's Bruins, like as the coach of the year? You know, oh Don Sweeney. Yeah, okay, that's I had a feeling you're talking about. Or you could do maybe Doug Armstrong. Doug Armstrong, he he. I mean, he did get Justin Falk from. uh, That's true, and again, I don't know why people hate him there in in uh, St. Louis. I don't understand the hate. I th- I feel like it's people who are looking too way too much at some stats that don't matter as much as others. That's the only thing I can think of. But he's he's such a great defenseman offensively as well, which honestly the Blues needed, especially if they might lose out on re-signing Petrangelo. Mm-hmm. That's just what I think. But 
That's just one clown's opinion. I'm sticking to it. One clown's opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm not finding it anywhere, so... Uh... I'll get it. You know, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, let's quickly do our predictions for tomorrow night's game, Jeffrey. Yeah, man. And then we can Absolutely. get off of you. Yeah. You go first this time. All righty. If you say so. Yeah. Um, I mean, the way that he's been playing, the way Hart's been looking, there's no way this team can't close out this series. No. But the real, the biggest question though is, will it be another shutout? I don't think it will I don't be. Think so. But there's no way. Um, I think I said, you know, what, all the most goals the Flyers have put up past Price now again two. Is, is two. I really want them to get more, and I think again, it's not like. Price is rattled or anything like that. You know, he's, you know, I'm sure a little nervous from like how this series is going and everything. And, and it doesn't help giving up a soft boy like that to, against Phil Myers, like how he did. But I think Price will rebound pretty well. But the Flyers, you know, they're, they're going to just keep pressing and pressing and pressing. And, and the only thing that's going to lead to these goals is the Canadians' own mistakes. So I really have a feeling that Philadelphia is just going to run the table and really. Um, take care of business here. Uh, I'm going to say four to two. Uh, Flyers win the game and the series, winning their first series for the first time since 2012. And empty net, or is it not an empty net? Uh, uh, I'll say an empty net. I'll say an empty net. And I'm going to have the goal scorers. Oh, this is going to be tough. Um, I want Collager to get one freaking goal this series. I just want him to get one. Goal. That's all I ask. I don't even care if it's sending that. I just want him to get the one goal, get the monkey off his back. But um, I'm going to have Jarrell go for a, a clean goal, you know, in on in net, and uh, he'll, he'll get the goal to lead things off for Philadelphia. And um, Jonathan Druin and Brandon Gallagher, I think they'll get on the board finally. It's going to be too little, too late for the Habs. Um, again, they haven't been showing up at all this entire series, which you got to give Philadelphia a lot of credit for. It's not an easy task, but they've been shutting them down. So those are the two goal scorers for the Canadians. Drew will get one. You're going to have Travis Konechny finally get on the board. He had an assist earlier today. And I think you're going to see more and more um, big moments from, from these kinds of players that are going to step up. And I'm really – Hoping that, um, you know, so those guys will score, uh, I said, in Drew and um, Connect Me. Thank you. And I'm going to I'm gonna have the raffle copter go again. I, I think he's going to get another goal. And then finally, um, empty net, Tyler Pitlick. All right. I'm saying it's going to be a 3-2 final. Okay. Uh, so pretty much for exactly the kind of the same thing. We're, I think we're both yeah. think it's going to be kind of a tight kind of game, but you think the fly, there's going to be a little more mistakes made by the Canadians. Oh so, by the way, quick update. So, um, Stars won 2-1. to one. They're up 3-2 in the series. Islanders, Islanders are already up one nothing. Again, this doesn't bode well for Hopi. No. Also, 
it shouldn't be surprised, but Nicholas Backstrom is out again for at least yeah, his third consecutive game. Yeah. I don't oh. want to waste because my ball prediction won't be right, but yeah, I don't care. I care. I we came this close, okay? <laughs> it's one series. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, that, that's pretty dang good. You know, you're only one series off. I mean, you never know. The Cavs could. It's only the first period, Ex- so I know. I know. I know. So a lot Anyways, can happen. Back to my prediction, Jeff. Sorry. Um, Sorry. I'm saying three-two final. The goals scorers for the Canadians would be uh, Jonathan Drewin and Kakananini. Okay. Okay. Uh, for the Flyers, I'm saying Drew. Like you, I'm yeah. saying Drew. Uh, I'll say Coots. Yeah, get on the board. Coots. And the game winner will be on the stick of... It's going to be a dirty but, goal, dirty but good goal, but it's going to be Derek Grant. Okay. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with Grant. He, he's been getting some pretty good chances lately, and... Uh, the one thing that still baffles me, why is he on the power play? Unfortunately, that's going to have to be because he's that player that's going to get into the grittiness of that yeah, area. And with true. no JVR there now, or JVR being out, they had to put someone yeah. there. Um, I would have probably preferred uh, Lawton, but yeah, yeah, uh, that's all we kind of got for today. For another Underachievers podcast, that's all we got for today, and we'll see you <laughs> as I'm falling asleep at the middle, at the end of the podcast. What an um, underachiever. I know. We'll have up to that name, but that's where we're going to end it today, and we'll see you next time.